Well, joining us now to talk about all of this is the great economist Stephen Moore. He's also with Freedom Works, also Heritage, and he has an awesome show on WABC <laughs> Radio on weekends. And he's also my friend, so I'm so thrilled to have you here, Steve. Hi, Rita. Great to be with you. Yeah, I'm on at 1 p.m. on Saturday afternoons, the More Money Show. And it's a great show. I love it. I listen, by the way, every weekend, Steve. I uh, love that, it. That, my whole heart is palpitating. <laughs> we have a good audience. And the smarter, you know, the, I always say the smartest people are the people who listen to WBC Talk Radio. Absolutely. I 1,000% agree. <laughs> and by the way, uh, tomorrow um, I will be also covering the State of the Union Address. You wrote a really powerful column in the New York Post. It's called Six Lies Biden Will Tell in His State of the Union. Uh, walk us through what you think are going to be the biggest whoppers. Well, uh, first of all, you can, you, you'll be able to, to tell after the, after the speech whether I got them right or wrong. But these are, th- these are lies that Biden has been ta- talking about in, in recent weeks on the economy. And what, one of the big ones is you've heard him say this uh, many times, that he's reduced the budget deficit by $1.4 trillion. You know how he gets, gets that uh, phony number? He increased the budget deficit to $2.8 trillion in his first year, an all-time record. Then in the second year, we, quote, only borrowed $1.4 trillion. So $4.2 trillion of borrowing in two years, which is an all-time record for fiscal recklessness. And he's claiming that he reduced the deficit by $1.4 trillion. So, uh, you know, that would be like, you know, drinking a, a six-pack every night. And then, and then one night you only drink three beers. And you're like, look at that. I, I'm uh, I'm making progress, right? Yeah, or or I robbed the bank um, and then returned half the money. Oh, boy, look, I gave back X money. <laughs> there you go. So another one is, of course, he's saying that he he is uh, he has uh, done all he can to uh, to uh, alleviate the problems at the border, which is absurd. I mean, the border is now, you know, we have over a million people coming in. And, and those are the only only the people we know of. The, the What they call the getaways are the ones that we don't even know how many are. Are there and, and you know what? What sense does it make to build a, a wall, eighty uh, percent of a wall, which Trump did, and then not finish it? I mean, a uh, 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 chain is only as strong as its weakest link, right? And so that would be a second one. And then a third one, I'm sure he's going to mention um, is that he's going to he's going to claim tomorrow night that he he is reducing gas prices. He's reducing gas prices. Well, the gas price was $2.50 a gallon when Trump left office. Uh, it went up to about $5 a gallon in the summer, and now it's three fifty a gallon. So he's going to claim that he's reduced the gas price. But wait a minute, Rita. It's still a dollar a gallon more today than what it was when he came into office. So is it like if you tell the same story so many times, right. somebody's apt to believe it? Is that sort of what they're hoping? I guess so. I mean, I think, you know, they th- they think that we're stupid. You know, they, they think that the Americans aren't paying attention. I mean, another one, this is something he said just Friday that I'm told he may say again in the State of the Union, which is, re- I don't know if you remember him saying this. He said he was asked about, you know, uh, inflation. And uh, he said, oh, I inherited the inflation from Trump, which is ridiculous. The, tr- the inflation rate, the month that Trump left office was 1.4 percent. It went to 9.1 percent in the summer. 
uh, last summer under Biden. Now it's all the way down to 6.5 percent, which is still the highest level we've seen in like 30 years. So there's just so many misstatements of facts. It's it's sort of like liar, liar, pants on fire. What about also um, there were reports recently that they're looking at maybe doing some drilling in Alaska, which is where they should have taken down the hot air balloon, by the way. That's a whole other story. (laughs) Um, uh, But is there is that going to be sort of ammo for him saying, look, we're increasing production like I'm doing it in one spot, even though I killed, you know, 99 percent of it? Yeah, that's another one of the lies that I mentioned in my piece, which is that he, he's doing everything he can to increase oil production. And this is the same president who said he wanted to destroy America's oil and gas industry. And what I, what I mentioned in the piece is that, you know, under under Trump, we allowed, you know, huge amounts of new permitting for drilling. And that's why we saw the big increase in oil production under Trump. We became energy independent. Biden has issued fewer permits ready for this than any president since Harry Truman. <laughs> wow. 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 That's amazing. So where do, what do you think he's going to say also on foreign policy, um, Steve? Just where are your thoughts of where it's going? Because I brought up the Chinese uh, spy balloon and it was so lackluster, his attempts at taking it down finally after it's traversed the country. I think about Afghanistan. I think about what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. Do you think he'll hit on foreign policy? Obviously, the focus is State of the Union, but a lot of presidents in the past, and you and I have covered many of these State of the Unions, um, a lot of them touch on protecting the homeland. And I think, you know, are you kidding me? I, maybe he's going to say, I took down that hot air balloon after it spied across America. You know, maybe he's yeah. going to somehow do sort of like you said, the way he's been, you know, kind of fudging the numbers right. with economy and doing the numbers. Do you think he'll try to put his little spin like, ah, oh, boy, I took that down? Well, you know, one of the things I admired about Trump was he was the first modern president to really see China as the as the real threat, you know, they are to our country. And China is flexing its muscle right now. It's it's uh, saber rattling. And we have, you know, there's an old saying from Ronald Reagan that weakness is provocative. And unfortunately, we have an administration that's weak and making America look weak. We're paying a high price for what happened in Afghanistan. But I'll, I'll mention another one. You mentioned Ukraine. You know, you, why do you think Biden went into the Ukraine in the first place? I mean, is it, is it a coincidence that he did that in the first year that Joe Biden was president? He didn't go into Ukraine when Trump was president because Trump, <laughs> he was that there would be very, you know, negative consequences for for uh, for Russia and Putin if he did. And so, um, you know, I, I don't see any foreign policy victories. Do you No, Yeah. And, and it'll be interesting. You know, you, you also I know you worked with Reagan. Um, you know, we're sitting here watching, looking at what's going on. Obviously, it's Reagan's birthday. Um, you worked with Trump, obviously. Um, how do you think they would have handled this situation, Steve? Which one? Yeah, the the whole thing. I hear you're right. Which one? You're right. There's so many on the plate. But in terms of the China, how do you think they would have handled oh, the China issue? Well, you know, about basically Reagan won the Cold War without firing a shot, right? By building up our military, building back our economy in such a you know mighty way that you know we basically caused the collapse of the Soviet Union. And you know, I think Reagan would have been very very tough with China, who's the they're the new evil empire, right? In my opinion. And so um, I don't think there's any question that Reagan and Trump would have been very, very strong. I mean, I was there when Trump negotiated better trade deals with China. He, you know, they're engaged in predatory trade practices. They're building up their military in a very aggressive and and dangerous way. So I don't I don't think that um, Reagan or Trump would have put up with that. Do you? No, I absolutely don't. And I think (laughs) I think they would have understood 
that here we have our, our biggest geopolitical foe. And it's sort of a metaphor for how Biden handles policy against China and anybody else um, that sort of wishes to do America harm. It's sort of like, we'll just kind of let them hover. And at some point, we'll do something. Um, and it's sort of uh, typical well, for the way he's handled a lot of these things, Steve. Well, the, one, the main thing he's going to try to do tomorrow night is declare victory on the economy. He's going to Victory lap because look, the job market is good. There's no doubt about that. We've got a very strong job market right now, but wages are falling relative to inflation. People have lost about three to four thousand dollars of purchasing power since Biden came in. We've got the biggest debt in the history of our country. We've got a problem at the border. You know, we were not energy independent as we were going to Trump. Uh, he's going to try to declare victory, but I just saw a poll that just came out a week ago. Six out of 10 Americans rate the economy as bad. So when, when Biden starts trumpeting how good the economy is, I think most Americans are going to say, what country is he talking about? Exactly. And we all feel it. Um, we all see it still when you go to the grocery store. And again, I use the expression sort of rudderless. It feels rudderless in terms of the economy. It feels rudderless in terms of foreign policy. Yeah. By the way, one other just quick thing you just mentioned when people go to the grocery store. I don't know if you saw the story by CNBC this morning that more and more Americans are now doing their uh, grocery shopping at the uh, dollar stores, not at the grocery store because food prices are so high. Yeah, although, but guess what? At the dollar store, some of the things have gone up to $2. Dollar. <laughs> right, right, right. It's so, like, they're going to have to call it the $2 store. Yeah, exactly. They're going to have to start calling it the $2 Biden store. <laughs> Steve, you're terrific. It's so great to have you on. The great economist, Steve Moore. And also make sure you catch Steve's awesome show, which I do every weekend on WABC, 1 o'clock on Saturdays. More money. Thanks so much, Steve. All right, Reed. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks Thank for you. having me. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer. It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to Priority Gold gold.com.